Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Pirkei Avot, Ethics of the Fathers, with uh, Chapter 3, Mishnah 11, where Rabbi Hanina Bendosa says, Anyone whose fear of sin takes pre precedence over his wisdom, his wisdom will endure. But anyone whose wisdom takes precedence over his fear of sin, his wisdom will not endure. So here, Rabbi uh, Abraham Tursky is explaining to us <clears throat> that this, the words of this Mishnah they are revealing to us that wisdom comes out of fear. Whose fear of sin takes precedence over his wisdom? So this means that there should be a co correlation between one's wisdom, one's chokhmah, and one fear of sin, which is called yirashamayim. And the fear of sin of a scholar must surpass that of an unlearned person. So fear is dependent on how much a person is aware of, of, of Hashem's world, of how, how, how much is he aware of what God wants from him. So a person that is an ignoranimous has a very low amount of fear in his life. But a person that knows more, that he's more learned, he has a higher level of fear. So let's see what really fear means, what, what are we talking about. And there's a lower level of fear, according to Hasidut, that is the fear that keeps us away from danger. You know, a kid is not going to steal the car of his father because he doesn't want to lose the trust of his father. He wants to know that he wants his father to always trust him. So if this kid has this feeling that he doesn't want to be disconnected from his father, this is a, a high level of fear. There's a lower level of fear that the kid won't do it because he's scared that his father is gonna um, castigate him, he's gonna reprimand him and he's gonna lose benefits in the house and he's very scared of, the, of his father's rage. So this is a lower level of fear. So a person that won't eat a shrimp, a Jew that won't eat a shrimp because he's scared that something bad is gonna happen to him, is a person that has a low level of fear. This is a person that's less connected to, to knowledge. And, and he thinks, okay, if I'm gonna eat this, then, uh, then lightning is gonna strike me, or I'm gonna something bad is gonna happen to me. So this is a low level of fear, which is not bad to have because it keeps you away from trouble. But a higher level of fear is that you would not do it because you know that if you do it, you're getting far away from Hashem and you're, you're petrified to be far away from God. You want to be close to Him. So this is more or less in Hasidic uh, liturgy what fear means. And, uh, and here Rabbi Elimelech, he tells us a story that, that there was a jeweler, there was once a king who wished to redesign his palace and the all royal, royal trappings. And one of the laborers who worked at the construction of the new palace, he bore a grudge against the king. He had a grudge against the king. And intentionally he dug the foundation 10 meters of course, like he did a bad job. When this was detected, he was soundly whipped and made to fill up the ditch. This was what the king did. He whipped him and he told him now fix the problem. Then there was the jeweler, and the jeweler who was assigned to prepare the diamond that was to be the centerpiece of the crown of the king, and this was a very important job, but the jeweler was nevertheless negligent. He didn't do it because he had a grudge against the king, he did it because he was negligent, he didn't do it carefully. 
and he put the diamond not in the center and it was off and it really ruined the diamond and it, it was a problem, no? So the beauty of the gem was ruined and he was given a lengthy prison sentence for his negligence. So we see here the jeweler is telling the king, how can it be that this guy, the foundation, he, he ruined it and he gets a very light, light uh, reprimand and I didn't, I didn't do it because I wanted to, it was a negligent thing and you, you gave me such a big sentence. So the king answered, uh, answered the, the jeweler, it is because someone who works with the crown jewels has a far greater responsibility than one who digs the foundation. Even the minute devi deviation is considered a serious offense. So it, it is with sin. If a person knows more, uh, is a person that's more knowledgeable, when he messes up, his responsibility is gonna be much greater than a person that doesn't know. So here we see that um, Rabbi Tversky is also telling us uh, that a person who spiritually should be of the highest order, the expectations are much greater. And um, Rabbi Elimelech said, I am confident that I will be admitted to Gan Eden because, uh, because when he used to mess up, he used to recognize his errors and he used to be like, I know I should have done better because I know better. So a person that is aware of his failings, of his faults, and he knows that it is uh, expected of him much more than what he's giving, is a person that is uh, a person that has Yira Shamaim, is a person that's fearful, that has uh, respect of, of, of heaven. So it says here that wisdom is a divine gift, it's something that is given to us as a gift, and although a person must seek to acquire wisdom by learning and experience, it is much like acquiring a skill to play a musical instrument. So for example, I am absolutely tone deaf. I cannot make even a tune in my head. And imagine if I would go and want to learn how to play the piano. It's not gonna happen to me because I, I am tone deaf. It's, it's, I'm not gonna acquire the, 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 the wisdom I need to be able to play an instrument because I just don't have the, the capacity. I don't have the tools to be able to do it. So it is with wisdom, it says. A person cannot become wise if he lacks the substrate of wisdom. And what it means is that the later is a gift from God. And what it's telling us is if that if, if, if you don't want to be wise, you're not going to be wise. It, it, that's what it says. So the prophet Daniel said, God gives wisdom to the wise. But we appear to have a bit of a problem here, says Rabbi Tversky. If God gives the subtrade of wisdom to those, those who are already wise, from where did they get the initial wisdom? So it's not like playing an instrument. It's, it's a little different. Because if you don't have the tools to play the instrument, you don't have the music in you, it's going to be very hard to acquire it. But wisdom, the answer is that the initial wisdom is Yira Shamaim. Yira Shamaim which is reverence of God, awe of God, eh, to be petrified, to be far away from God. This Yira Shamaim is the only thing which God doesn't give to us. It's not a tool that He gives to us so we can accomplish in life. Yira Shamaim is something that we choose to have. It's something that we decide that we're going to have. 
and uh, when we revere God, when we are in awe of God, when we're when we're respectful towards Him and His creation, this Yira Shamaim is the only thing that uh, that we have the free will to choose to have. And once we have it, then Hashem gives us the wisdom. He gives us the chokmah. So the one has a prerequisite that root that rudiments of wisdom the soul in which wisdom can take root and grow, one can then merit the, the divine gift of wisdom to, to be wise. So indeed the Talmud says that if one studies Torah without Yirashamayim, without fear of heaven, it would be preferable that he remain ignorant of Torah because it's going to be like a poison for him. If he studies Torah with no wisdom, with no awe, with no reverence, and the, then eventually this is going to backfire, it's not going to be good for him because he has the knowledge but he doesn't have the Yira. So many commentators point out that the Mishnah seems to contradict an earlier Mishnah which states that an ignorant person cannot have proper fear of sin. This implies that knowledge of Torah is a prerequisite to the development of Yira Shamaim rather than the converse. So here Rabbi Tversky is telling us that he's, a, he's also a psychiatrist, he helps many people with addictions. And he's telling us that a person <clears throat> that usually is addicted to a drug, he, the only way that he can get clean and get out of the, his addiction is if he has Yirashamayim, if he has fear. If a person has no fear, he's going to be reckless all his life. He, he's not going to uh, take uh, responsibility for his life. So it is with sin, it's the same thing. The wise person understands that God has no personal needs. He does not stand to gain whether a person observes the Torah or not. Like Hashem is perfect. If you don't keep Torah, it's not going to make a less perfect God. Hashem is what He is. And, and when we don't keep Torah and we don't keep mitzvahs, in a certain way it hurts Him because this is the whole purpose of the creation of, of the world. So we are lacking in his creation, but it's not that he is lacking. So the Talmud also states that a person does not sin unless he has taken leave of his senses. So last week in the parasha of Nassau, we talked about the Sota, which was a, a woman that was believed to be an adulteress. The husband believed that she was, it was not certain. And it says there, the Talmud that a person does not sin unless a spirit of folly comes into him. So what does this mean? It means that if a person won't fall into sin unless that he has Yirashamayim. If a person is always aware of his connection to God, of wanting to be close to Hashem, he will not fall because he's not gonna he's not gonna severe that relationship with God. Or it's like the relationship with your husband. For example, if the husband's away on a trip and uh, your friends tell you, oh, let's go for a drink in a bar, you know what? A woman is gonna think, you know what? I'm not gonna play it. I, I'm scared that I can go into a bar and I'll end up doing the wrong thing. So I won't go there. I won't even touch that place. Why? Because I don't wanna be in that, in that position. I don't wanna test myself. I stay home with my kids. I don't need to be looking for things that can bring me uh, problems in my life. It's not necessary. So we have two ingredients that are essential for avoidance of sin. Firstly, one must have fear of self-harm. 
And that's the lower level of fear, the, the, the lower level in which we're, we're not gonna put the hand in the fire because we know we're gonna get burned. It's, it's, it's a instinctive self-preservation type of fear. And secondly, one must have a realization that certain acts are in fact harmful and not have a delusion of immunity. So this is the higher level of fear in which we recognize that uh, it's not that we're afraid that we're gonna harm ourselves, but we're afraid to get far away from our creator, that we're scared to be not close to God. And in our relationships too, we, we, we keep a, 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 away from doing things that are harmful for the other because we want to have a relationship, we want to be close to that person. So imagine if you have a, a husband or a wife and all day you're telling them you're fat, you're ugly, uh, you make fun of them. Who wants to be with you? Nobody. This person won't want to be with you. But if you do things that, that bring the person closer to you, then that's the higher level of fear because you want to be close to that person. So you do things that will make you be closer to that person. So that's the same thing. So there's a higher wisdom and a lower wisdom. And accordingly to which one you connect to, that's what you're going to get. So I wish you a good week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.